Welcome to No Longer Hopeless. I'm your host, Lane Mercer, co-founder of LNL Ministries. This podcast is a place where you can come to get encouragement and hope restored. We showcase that there's always hope to be found for the right here and right now in the Lord. Let's get started, shall we? Hey, hope you're doing okay. Thanks for stopping by No Longer Hopeless podcast. Glad to have you here. Hope you've had a good week. Uh, Listen, we are in the month of August now. So we are now well past the halfway point of the year. Can you believe that? It is already that far along. Hope the year has been good for you. But listen, if you're not doing okay, not had a good week, not even had a good year so far, I'm really glad you're here because everybody deserves a chance to be no longer hopeless. So thanks for tuning in to the podcast. I do want to do another reminder. I know I mentioned it last podcast, but I want to mention it this one, and I'll probably do it one more time. Any one of you listening on the Stitcher podcast platform, please find this podcast on another platform. Stitcher is closing their podcasting service. It, I believe it's in August. I'd have to go back and check the exact email on it, but you can find this podcast in pretty much any podcast platform that's out there. If you can't let me know and I'll do what I need to do. You can always do it on your smart speaker. Just say Alexa, play No Longer Hopeless Podcast. Uh, Of course, there's other podcast platforms such as uh, Google and Apple. They have theirs and so forth. But anyway, if you're listening on Stitcher, please, please, please find this podcast on a different platform. That one is going away. Anyway, once I have that, just want to remind you of that if, uh, if you're on Stitcher, you probably have gotten the notices. But if not, if you haven't checked your email or haven't even been aware, just know that's going away. But what I do want to tell you about is this week I came across an incredible scripture that is full of hope and it's encouraging. And I'll share it with you in just a moment. One of the things I found that's encouraging is, you know, when the word of God specifically tells you, that you can do something that is good and acceptable to in the sight of God, that's something to take note of. And it's actually spelled out for us. That's pretty impressive. So anytime you or myself has the opportunity to do something that's good and acceptable in the sight of God, here's a little hint. We should do it. That is what we should be doing. If there's something we can do that's good and acceptable in the sight of God, that's a win. And did you know that praying for our leaders is what is one of the things that does this? Yeah, that's pretty amazing. But listen to this incredible scripture. Here we go. First of all, then I urge you that entreaties and prayers, petitions, thanksgivings be made on behalf of all men for kings and all who are in authority so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity, this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. That's from the book of First Timothy, chapter two, verses one through three. That's incredible. Did you did you catch that? This is a great verse of hope that we have the opportunity every day, even sometimes several times a day, that we can do something that is good and acceptable. In the sight of our God. That's wonderful. And what is it? Did you notice? It's pray. Yeah. And not just pray. Pre-pray. You want to be able to pray for the leadership, for kings, 
I, some of us don't have kings or queens. I understand that. If you're here in America, like I am, we don't. But our leaders are president, and we have governors, we have senators, we have mayors. There's all kinds. But did you notice that the word, the scripture said, the kings, but it also said, and all who are in authority. So that includes the ones that aren't with kings. For example, your mayors and your governors and your senators and representatives and your president and your vice president and so forth. Why should we do it? Well, it says that we can lead a tranquil and quiet life in all goodness and, excuse me, godliness and dignity. And it's good and acceptable in the sight of God. That's pretty wonderful. Did you notice that he didn't say, this is how I want you to pray. He wants you to pray. And he did list a few different ways, which we can kind of get into a little bit. But he said entreaties and prayers petitions and thanksgiving being made on behalf of all men, praying on behalf of. So you can almost even say intercession where you're standing in the gap. Man, that's incredible. So a couple of things just wanted to stand out with you. The way that Paul starts this, even though it's in the second chapter, he starts this with, he says, first of all, and it's an exhortation. It's an encouragement. This is do this. What is it? It's pray, pray. Yeah, prayer is really like the invisible foundation that pretty much supports everything going on in the, in the uh, walk that we have with the Lord. Listen, without a proper prayer life, people become distant from God and destined to rely on their own strength and intelligence. Bad idea. But if a person is to be successful in God's eyes, then to be a person of prayer. Pretty amazing. Uh, so every time, here's the deal. Every time we see or read or hear a story about people uh, in leadership that maybe make mistakes, there's corruption going on, there's some bad choices. Uh, listen, it's easy to sit around and complain. That's the easy thing. But you know what we can be doing? We can just pray. It's not only was God going to hear that, but this drastically changes our heart because we don't want to become bitter and angry because of bad decisions. We want to pray for them. We want to, and we're instructed to. But when you do, this is good and acceptable. And notice that the, in the word, it didn't say you need to pray for your leadership if it's someone you voted for. You need to pray for your leadership only if you support their cause. It didn't say you need to pray for the leadership only if they you like what they say or stuff. It says pray. It says pray. So even if you think your government is being unfair, you still pray for them. Uh, this is the deal. We need to and must, and we, the Word of God tells us to, pray for the ones in leadership. This is very powerful, even when you start to consider when Paul wrote this, get this, no matter how bad the leader is that you have of your country, your state, your city, whatever your area, some of them have maybe bad, some may be good. But did you know when Paul was writing this, this, what was going on was during the time of the emperor Nero, N-E-R-O, this guy was not good whatsoever. Just a couple of highlights of his life, just in, and you can do more research on this later on. He, this is, uh, he would actually use Christians as human torches. Yeah, he would light them up and he would have a garden party as the people were burning. 
and it was Christians. Uh, there's a story that says that he actually killed his second wife just to marry a guy that looks like his second wife. Um, he also would, um, some of the things you'll need to look up yourself because it's not really worth getting into on this, but he, um, it has been said and studied that he actually uh, killed his brothers and his mother just so he can become the emperor. He was not supposed to be in line, but, and it goes on and on. So think about that. Paul is encouraging them to pray for the leadership like Nero. That's encouraging because no matter how bad it gets, we can always pray. We can always pray. And this, we need to make sure we're including all men, not just the ones in authority, but especially the ones in authority. So again, listen to this incredible verse of hope and encouragement. Because listen, anytime we get the opportunity to do something that is good and acceptable in the sight of our God, we should do that. So listen to this verse. First of all, then I urge that entreaties and prayers, petitions and thanksgivings be made on behalf of all men, for kings and all who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. That's from the book First Timothy, chapter 2, verses 1 and 3. Hey, I hope that you found hope and encouragement in this. I hope that you're able to learn from this. What's the lesson? We can be people of prayer. And when we do, and we pray for others and people in leadership, that is good and acceptable in the sight of our God. If you know someone who could benefit from this, I encourage you to share this podcast. Like, share, subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice. Of course, not Stitcher because that's no longer an option. But everybody else, that'll be fine. Get the word out. If you know someone who could benefit from this, I encourage you to share it. I encourage you to like, share, subscribe, whatever that looks like on the platform of your choice. Again, remember, you can always say Alexa, play No Longer Hopeless Podcast on your smart speaker. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and let's see what happens next week. That wraps up this episode of No Longer Hopeless. If you found this to be an encouragement to you, then please subscribe, so not to miss out when another goes out. If you can think of anyone who might benefit from this podcast, then I ask that you please share it. We would love to hear from you. Connect with us on Facebook by searching for LNL Ministries, or you can email us at no longer hopeless podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, as long as you have breath within you, then you can still have the chance to be no longer hopeless.